I'm telling you, Scully, on this Trust the Wizards podcast, we've been infiltrated by aliens. There's no such things as aliens, Mulder. I've told you 46 times. There is. I've heard they eat whelks. Whelks, that's crazy talk. No being extraterrestrial or otherwise could eat whelks. No, no. I hear they take multiples of buttons, stitch them all over clothes and dance up and down rows singing. Buttons, Mulder. Buttons. It's crazy talk. You're talking like a wild man. No, they take eels, put them in jelly, serve them with peas as food for people to eat. Jelly eels? Jelly eels? <laughs> what sort of talk is this? There's no such being <laughs> that exists that can absorb the toxic impact of that. All right, you pair of mappet slags. You got any liquor for these jelly Kim deals? They should string them up, if you ask me. I tell you what, I pulled a bloody lever myself. Knees up, mama brain, have a banana. Knees up, mama brain, get off me sister. Aliens, aliens, run for your lives! It's fucking pixies, innit?
to the Trust the Wizards podcast. Yes! My name's Rebel Ricky. Right. Okay. Uh, and I'm your genial host for this evening. Yeah, and I'm joined by two extraterrestrial wizards Hi. who on musical form yeah. are going to be kicking for gold tonight. It's firstly the wizard-in-chief, yeah. Mr. Kicker of Elves. Good evening. And also the managing editor, mm. uh, some say uh, chief correspondent, mm. some say football correspondent, strangely yeah. enough, mm. it's Sharitha Garbanzo. The truth is out there. Most of the time, uh, if you hear a remix of a song that you already like, it's very rare that you think, well, that's really improved on the uh, on the original that I liked. Uh, but it did happen to me just uh, a month or so ago. Um, a band called The Growlers, who uh, me and Kicker went to see live in Liverpool what, a couple of years ago and were well, fantastic. Texas Paul's big favourites, then, That's they? right, yeah. And at the time, they were just about to release an album called Chinese Fountain. And on that album... Uh, my favourite song is, is a song called Chinese Fountain. Uh, and then uh, this guy on Bandcamp, uh, Al Lover, or All Over, uh, he's all over Bandcamp, is <laughs> literally allover.bandcamp.com. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Um, and uh, he's done a remix of it and he's actually improved on it. He's put a bit of sort of dubbiness into it. Mm. Uh, so here we go. This is the Al Lover remix of The Growler's Chinese Fountain. <laughs> I was a pretty boy 
I'd say the S my favourite band. Ooh. They're way better than that. <laughs> oh, wow. Way better than that. Wow. Can I can I just just say what are you wearing? 
I am wearing, I'm proud to wear, yeah. uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm in a state of grace, one might say. I'm wearing my F's t-shirt. Yeah, you are. F's, you see the emblem there, the F's? Yeah. It's got yeah. A, what's that, an alligator or a lizard of some kind? I'm going yeah. with lizard of some Sal kind. Salamander. Salamander, Salamander yeah. Salamander nice. under the moonlight. It's very That's nice. a nice t-shirt. It's a great oh, yeah. t-shirt there, yeah. yeah. And, how, uh, how do you have, have that about your person? Well, yeah, we, we, we're in correspondence with the Fs. Oh, we say uh, we, you mean you. Yeah. Uh, Shannon and Loretta. Because right. uh, we, well, I say we, Sharitho played uh, Whose Turn Now. Uh, oh, yeah, podcast. your turn now. Your, your turn, turn now. now. Yeah. Yeah. That's whose turn it was. Yeah. Uh, and they got in touch saying, thanks for playing that. And mm. I got back into them saying, you're fantastic. Mm. Uh, well, I said some more stuff than that. But let's keep it nice and short. Yeah. Yeah. So they sent us some CDs, yeah. uh, which we played more of, because there's, there's more there's more to love about the Fs than that. They yeah. do even more stuff. Mm. So then they said that they sent a CD. And some physicality. Well, would you this. like to have a look at the CD? I would, yeah. Because you do this to me, don't you? Yes. Well, now, you've handed me here. It's a, it's a slim CD. Oh, and it's got written on it. It has. Trust, trust the wizards. Thanks for continuing to shine a light on music we may have otherwise missed. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah. From Love, Shannon and Loretta. It's just something called Plastic Heart. Is this an album then? It is an album, yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Is it a new album? It's the eighth album. Oh, wow. yeah. It says here that the uh, you can find more information about this from... The Efts, that's T H E E F T S dot blogspot dot com, uh, where you presumably you can hear the songs as well. I would, that I was called Control Alt Delete, right? Control, Control Alt Delete. Yeah, I would yeah. say that they've hand drawn this CD just for you. I think so. I With think a heart. So. Yeah, that's why I love them even more. <laughs> uh, and they say after almost two years of anticipation, our eighth album is now live. Plastic Heart. Mm. It's a twelve strong collection of the work we've completed most recently. Uh, includes songs written for each other, songs for friends, songs written by friends, and, se and several instrumentals. We almost called the album Hade, in reference to our pal Tanner Hade. His fingerprints are all over the album, both as a collaborator and editor. He also penned the lyrics to Hector, uh, one of our favourite tracks on this project. Another good friend, Dom Giannotto, probably, yeah, probably pronounced wrong, uh, wrote the lyrics to You and I. Mm. We are very pleased to have included this song, and a happy Dom has been involved with our music. Wow. But you know what strikes me? Well, the can last, I just say, the last track yeah. is called Gianna Noto, in tribute to... Yeah, to, uh, you, must, you must have been a little bit disappointed that the album's not called Rebel. Well, a little uh, bit. Oh, I, you the know, next one, I, possibly. I did mention to them in correspondence that they do do jingles for people. <laughs> and I did <laughs> mention that, well, it would be nice. It would be nice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, but on that song, yeah. I was particularly impressed by that song. Yeah. Because I do like the idea of... Activity that you do on the computer, mm. translating, translating into activity in real life. Okay. Uh -huh. So, so they use that that uh, that uh, motif, control alt delete, mm. to make you pause, yeah. reflect, and restart, and look at what. No, if you what happens, you need control alt delete. It restarts it. No, it no, it's no, no they don't. You do it, it twice. It goes to <laughs> it goes to task manager. Task it's manager. Kind of, kind of if you've got a crash in your life or something that's not running properly or something that's not responding. Oh, you manage it. You can control or delete. You can go into task manager and. Well, what I'm thinking. Or you can log off and things like that. Yeah. Control or delete enables you to look at all the systems that are running in the background. Yeah. Oh. And evaluate all all you, what's, what's important them? to you. Do you need them? Do you need them? Mm. Do you need them? So they're saying on that song. Your job's not important. Mm. This isn't important. Mm. They've reflected and they said we don't need that. Yeah. Now I thought, are there other things that you do on the computer that you could use as a motif for real life? Right. F five. But what does that do? Refreshes, refreshes it. Refreshes it. Yeah. Well, I, th I thought right click. You know, you, you look at your options. 
Mm. Just right click. Yeah, just, mm. if you had a right click in life, you could just kind of see uh, what options are available to me here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought, I see, that's good. I download updates, I think that's taking drugs. <laughs> uh, you know, you get your blue screen. Mm. That's a nervous breakdown. <laughs> right? Okay. The escape key, that's uh, going to the pub. <laughs> and can I just say, I've been refreshed, rebooted. I am digital, but most importantly, I'm handheld. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can I go back to the song itself? Yes, do. Uh, I I thought they sounded uh, like a I've written here a slightly less hysterical Sparks, uh, which is a more controlled Sparks, <laughs> yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I particularly like this that parping synth that goes all the way through that. That's like that's a great sound. Tremendous fun though. I imagine that they're a really good party band. Yeah, I don't know how many gigs they actually do. You know, I think right. they they play for mates and stuff. Right. I think they I think they do it for fun. Right, next we're going to play uh, a band called The Strikeouts with a, a song Third Grade Aviator, uh, and you'll be glad to know that this is 80 seconds of pure Bobby Pop. It's actually uh, Robert Pollard on guitar and vocal with Rickard Wiki sidekick and adopter of the Todd Tobias multi-instrumental role in the just about now released Pollard solo album Of Course You Are. Nick Mitchell, who's on bass, and drums, presumably not at the same time. Um, this track is on this album, let me just go and get it, uh, which you, I think you've I've thrown in your direction before now. This is the uh, the briefcase uh, for, there was a, there's a suitcase for, this is the briefcase, oh, right. uh, which is just a, a single album. Um, it was like a cut-down version of the suitcase box set. It is, yes. So the, the, there are 22 songs on this as opposed to the 100 on the yeah. on the suitcase. Um, and this song's obviously on, on both collections. Am I, am I seeing red vinyl in there? Uh, you are. In fact, in fact, I don't know if your eyesight's better than mine. Can you read that? There's a star on it that says... Yeah, in, uh, in on commie red vinyl. Yeah, commie red vinyl. Oh, yeah. If you think you may have liked this... LP, it's also possible you will be interested in the slightly edited format, a deluxe four CD box set containing 81 bonus tracks. <laughs> so that's Just the way 81 bonus tracks. So the way it's been presented is that this is the album. Yeah. Uh, and and the other's the bonus. The, bonus, yeah. the yeah. deluxe version. Yeah. And, and so this is from uh, Kangaroo, Captain Kangaroo Won the War, which came out last year. And the reason I, I wanted to bring this to the, the pod today was that, uh, that you will be aware of the exciting news that Guided by Voices have reformed. I, I heard that, yeah. Ah. Well, you talk. And, and that's, yeah. that's how they can play a festival in Canada? Or? In Canada. Well, they're going to play a little tour in the US as well. Oh, um, right. But, uh, yeah, so Guided by Voices reformed, playing live... And you're paying for us all to go? Well... Uh, no, yeah. uh, playing live with Ooh. a completely new band, a completely new. So it's a reinvented band. So there's none of the. It's not like the original classic. Oh, is, is Robert Pollard there? Robert Pollard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. So, the, but the the lineup is quite interesting. It's got you've got your your Bobby Bear Junior. Uh huh. Who I see on a poster just behind you. On so yes, he supported yeah. them back yeah. in the day. Uh, Kevin March, who you'll be aware, aware of, uh, on drums. He was the, the drummer on Earthquake Glue. Is oh, he the guy who sold his drum kit and no. fell out? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was on Earthquake Glue, Half Smiles are Decomposed, um, I think on Cool Planet as well. Uh, and he's also in Ricky Wicky. As is Nick Mitchell, who I, I mentioned right. before. He's the guitar player. And Mark Shue, who I, I wasn't aware of Mark Shue. Uh, Has he given the boot before? <laughs> spelled S-H-U-E. <laughs> Uh, but he's he's in a couple of really cool bands which uh, I looked up. It's called one called Beach Creeps, uh -huh. uh, which is beach as in the tree rather than in the right. sandy area, uh, and also a band called Chomper. Chomper. Mm. Yeah. So they're all they're all worth checking out. And anyway, so yeah, 
Pollard's announced that he's playing uh, as Guided by Voices, as you said on this this tour. Mm. He's also putting out a new Guided by Voices album, so you can imagine how excited I am. Oh wow! But here's a question: of it. Is it really Guided by Voices because he's playing all the instruments on the album? Anyway, I'll leave that little question right. there. Is it? Is it? Can it still be? It must be, right? It's like, yeah. isn't it? Like if Robert Pollard's there, yeah. it's like the full thing. If yeah. it's me and your granny on bongos. Yeah. It's still the full. Yeah. So if Robert Pollard's there, he yeah. can call it what he wants, can't he? he? Of course he can, yeah. And yeah. in fact, the Guided by Voices have recorded in the past songs where it's just been Pollard. Um, Man Called Aerodynamics and Under the Bushes, Under the Stars, of if, course, if yeah. you were going to ask. Yeah. But having said that, you know, the Beatles recorded yesterday and it only had Paul McCartney on it. That's but right. if, if Paul McCartney brought out a new album and Cook said it was by the Beatles, people mm. will probably Big be a bit irate so. about that. Yeah. More so if it was Ringo. Yeah, yeah especially Ringo, doesn't it? Anyway, this is this is uh, Robert Pollard and uh, Nick Mitchell performing as the Strikeouts, and this is a song, Third Grade Aviator. Seagulls and hid them in the principal's office. Me, 
Bullshit makers. Spitball sharpshooters. She took out Mr. Johansson's windshield. Todd the Bod Wrangler. Strong as kid in class. He wrestled a dog to death, I heard. Rachel Ruth and Andrew Lazaro, the terror tandem. They'll do you a favor. The boy of a thousand faces. Just don't get in his, or you'll lose yours. Ryan, pretty boy, Mastelica. Our inside guy at the paper. Always finds a way to spin it our way. Christopher Pena, a.k.a. the Bruiser. He never met a man he didn't like. Hurt. She made the brain Baduka. Didn't you bring the school elections? Twice. Nicholas, Tricky Nick D. McKelly. He runs the floating rock, paper, scissors game behind Mr. Sweeney's auto body shop. Denise the Beast Cleaver. Cross her, and you'll be drinking dinner through a straw. The Angle McDermott. She's got the info you want, and she's got plenty on you, too. Rod and Mary McNamara. Street tough with a heart of gold. Masako aka the Blade. If you need the extra muscle, you can hire her, if you dare. Cool, Joe Gleaver. Never sweats a thing. Totally unflattering. It's very disarming. Kate, the connection, Collins. Everyone knows her favor. Class president, principal, bunch lady. Steven, hot dog burger. Our time. He's gotten us out of many a fun match. Jesus, that's the fuzz. Scientist Monthly. Was it the gang version of that? I think so, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, and uh, Teen Girl Scientist Monthly are a band uh, that were recommended to us by the Fantastic Plastics, who we played a couple of podcasts ago on the best of two, on my best of 2015. And they yeah. said, you should check out this lot. They, they, they said to me, they're an awesome Brooklyn band that combine the best elements of the Pixies and Pavements in, Pavement into an original party album. Mm. I'm not hearing a lot of Pixies or Pavement in there, yeah. but what I am hearing... Is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I sent them a message uh, yeah. telling them we were going to play them, yeah. and I said uh, that according to the lyrics of the song, they sound like some bad mofos. <laughs> mofos. Bad yeah. mofos. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they said they were they they kind of ran with that a bit. They ran with the gangs, gangs and they yeah. ran with my. Say yo yo. Oh. We are the nicest mofos. <laughs> we're like help your granny across the street and then do shots with her. Nice. Your granny is great. And she is drinking us under the table. Please send help. Uh, and then they said, uh, uh, asked them, what do you want to, what do, what do you want to tell, tell our listeners? And they said, in, if you're in New York City, they've got a gig in on April the 2nd. Uh, they're playing quite a few places in, uh, in this spring. Uh, they've got a new album out, which just came out last year, which I haven't got around to buying yet, but I, I certainly will do. And it's called Hypertrophy. This was the album that the Fantastic Plastics recommended to us in the first place. This track isn't off that album. I think this is an older track. Uh, and they said, um, we're so glad to be a part of your cast on your, podca- on your podcast. We always trust Wizards, oh. and it's done us nothing but good. Excellent. Berger, who's one of the band members, got a power glove from one, and Morgan is in wizard school studying for her cantrip exams. 
just focus on those studies. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Well, yeah, before that. Oh no 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 Can I just say I fully appreciate the uh, the the detail that they go into a detailed roll call of people who I have no idea who they are. I yeah. love that 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 the experience of listening to them tell me about all these people who I don't know who they are in such detail. I think detail. they're the band members largely. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's really one of them. It doesn't yeah. really matter. It's people I don't know and in great detail. It's like talking to my mother. It was it was it was a really comforting experience, and but the difference being, of course, that when my mother speaks to me on the phone, there's no tribal drums no. beating in the no. background. I think no. if I'm, I'm going to suggest that she gets some because yeah. it, it will make the, the phone calls a little bit easier for both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but I need just to say that's one of the best things I've heard for a long time. <laughs> right, you know, and is this one where you if you um, if you Google Teen Girl Scientist Monthly, you, might get, you <laughs> might get websites that you probably shouldn't shouldn't yeah, yeah, go to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but nevertheless, I, I, mean, I am going to Google it. <laughs> I need to find it, and I'll ignore all this stuff. Honest. Yeah. Talking Honest of, kicker's mum. <laughs> talking of bands that um, have really stupid names for Googling, there's a band, I don't know what they're like, but there's a band that I've heard about, and they're called The Internet. Yeah, Isn't that just about the stupidest <laughs> band name? Because well, I, I don't know what happens if you Google the internet, breaks, but I suspect yeah. you're not going to get that band for quite a lot of hits. <laughs> There'll be a lot of hits of other things before you find that band. Mm. Yeah, it is, but, but yeah. I mean, just, to me, it sounded like because it said it's a, a party band. Mm. Yeah, it is a party. I would. I don't like going to parties, no. but I'd go to their party. Yeah, yeah. pure charisma. Yeah, no, loved it. Loved it. it. I'm no. definitely gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna buy the goddamn. Buy, yeah. buy in in some sort of physical praise, indeed. In some yeah. sort of physical representation. Hey, it doesn't yeah. get higher praise. No, no. 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 Uh, well, I, 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 like I say, I haven't got around to buying any more of their stuff yet. But I have been on YouTube and seen quite a few of their videos. There's one in particular. I can't remember the name of the song, but it's a, it's really cool. And it's got uh, this person singing at, at at a party while all kinds of weird stuff is going on. And at the house party, which is filmed in someone's house, and there's there's all kinds of weird stuff. And then these kind of death like figures come in. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and before that we had uh, Bobby Pop, and it sounded a bit like. Singing, yeah, well, the me melody was a bit reminiscent of uh, Quicksand oh. by the of Hunky Dory. Oh. Uh, you know that bit goes, I'm living, living in a silent film, portraying himless sacred realm of dream reality. That bit. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Well, it sounds a bit like that. Does it? Yeah, yeah. It's, pretty, I mean, it's such a tease, wasn't it, that song? Oh, yeah. 80 seconds. 80 seconds. Yeah. But the thing is, he does, like... Not even that. 77 seconds. Mm. Yeah. Just a great tune and a great... And it it's, it sounds like a three-piece. And then from what you're saying, it is a three-piece. Mm. I, was, I, was, I was trying to fix it's two it. Two people, actually. It's two people on that song. Yeah. There's more than... There's more than so it'd be multi-track, doesn't it? But uh, there's only two people playing it. But it, it really rocks. And then it does a verse, so it does a chorus, then does a middle eight with the... Bit which yeah. I thought this is just great goes back into the I thought I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the two minutes of that, I'm yeah. loving it, yeah. and then you think it's just finished. Yeah. What, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Premature, <laughs> premature, and 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 within all that, they managed to crawl by the word polymath yeah. into does. the song. Bob, I salute you once more. <laughs> play a couple of new releases now uh, a couple of years ago we played a song by Woog Riots called Astronaut or Astronaut as they were pronouncing it uh, they've got a new album coming out you can find out more uh, from them on www.woogriots that's w-o-o-g-r-i-o-t-s dot d-e uh, and the album's called Alan Rusbridger and this song we're going to play is all about uh, George Harrison 
uh, who is their mum's favourite Beatle, according to the lyrics of the song. The f uh, and after that, we've got uh, another great new album that's coming out, and it's called uh, uh, from from the album He Went to the Store for You uh, by a band called The James Badfellows, who are from Virginia, USA. Uh, and um, you can get find out more about them and buy their t album, which I think is on tape uh, only. Uh, it's uh, or download uh, the James Badfellows dot bandcamp dot com and from that uh, tape that's coming out soon this is Principia Romantices They want your hard drive the man in the trench coat cause it's their job to know which way the wind blows which way the wind blows In the name of the government The man in the trench coats They will find out Which way the wind blows Which way the wind blows George, George Harrison Favourite beetle of my mum George, George Harrison
Welcome to uh, Rebel Ricketts' World of Scar. About time. In- indeed. Um, it did occur to us here in the World of Scar that there's there's some very obvious nations. By the way, the World of Scar obviously is the to demonstrate that there's a functioning Scar scheme scheme scene, scene uh, in every country in the world. Mm. And we've been all over the place. Yeah. Uh, too too many to list now, really. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't been to Jamaica. Really? No. Really? Yeah. Never been no. to Jamaica. Like, it's the obvious one, isn't it? So we yeah. really yeah. just need to tick that off. Yeah, OK. Tick that off. So is there any scar scene going, <laughs> going on in Jamaica? Do you know any, any kind of reggae? Do you know? There is. <laughs> yeah. There is. Yeah. Uh, we found... Uh, we, we met up with Bushman. Oh. Bushman, he, he's, he's going to demonstrate to us tonight robbery and aggravation, right. which uh, he's very good at, apparently. <laughs> Uh, and also, he explores a theme that is rarely explored uh, in in popular music generally, and and scar generally. To be fair, although it, you know, scar is more thoughtful and political, but yet it's never really committed its mind to solving the problem of the global economy. Mm. Uh, and and Bushman does this in, in this song, as you will hear, mm. uh, because he's worried. You know, inflation. It's making his people, I think, the people of Jamaica, feel paranoid. Uh, and but he's found a solution, and the solution is to become. A Rastafarian, and they've never tried that before, have they? You know, Robert Pesters, yeah. Milton, you know Milton Keynes, yeah. all them, even Marx. <laughs> well, uh, Milton Keynes is two economists. Are they? Okay, yeah. right, I can't remember their first names. Obviously, okay. I just used Milton Keynes. <laughs> Marx yeah. didn't think to no, use that. No, didn't think to so- solve the problem. Yeah. Become a Rastafarian. Yeah. So I looked up the, obviously the politics of Rastafarianism oh, and, yeah. and the economic policy in particular. <laughs> yes. Good. Uh, a lot there. <laughs> not? not really. Um, they're, they're sort of obviously you know, the background of the you know, Bob Marley and all that stuff, uh, and Michael Manley, uh, etc. Uh, and so they're right on equality. Mm. Uh, and of course, it's all Gabriel Haile Selassie, uh, mm-hmm. the, the religious preacher behind Rastafarianism. Mm. Uh, and he said, He, the Almighty, mm. taught us that all human beings are equal regardless of sex, national origin, or tribe. Mm. And he also taught us, All who seek him shall find him. Mm. So, Everyone's going to get the same. Right. Everyone on the whole place is going to be the same, and I'm sure that's something we can get behind. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that solves entirely the problem of inflation, not not entirely sure about that. Mm. Uh, but there is a little blot uh, on the copybook of Rastafarianism, uh, and that's the treatment of uh, um, homosexuality. <laughs> um, uh, because they say, in terms of sexual behaviour, uh, there are many of the Rastafarian movements, uh, like most other biblical religions, to be fair, who consider homosexual acts to be Babylon-promoted sin against the Creator. Right. Uh, so equality, not entirely not comprehensively... Not no, it's, not, it's not for everyone, equality, <laughs> is it? <laughs> But but you know, who knows? Yeah. Who the no one's trying. I, mean, I think it. I think what you say what you're saying though is is that potentially Rastafarianism uh, is is the future in terms of economy and how economies should be run. 
I think well, you I... might have a job selling that to George Osborne. Well, I'm not, it's not really George. George Gideon. Yeah. <laughs> it's not George I'm worried about. No. <laughs> it's the rest of the public. Yeah. I think, or indeed selling it generally. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I did find interesting, I obviously read uh, deeply about Rastafarianism when I, when I heard that the solutions might be out there. Yeah. Uh, and um, some interesting things, like um, they, they don't use oppression. Oppression is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've changed the word downpression. Oh. Don't pressure. So they still do it, but they don't press a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, hopefulness, hopefulness. Yeah, feeling hopeful. Yeah, um, yeah, and dedication, livication. See, dedication. That sounds like Roy Castle. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah, but if see, if Roy Castle was singing that song, you'd be singing livication. Oh, it's positive. See, mm. it's upbeat. Dedication. The word dead. Let's get rid of that. Livication. Livication. Yeah. Maybe subtly weaving in the words yeah. that can steer us away from inflation. And maybe, Down, if, maybe, if, maybe if he had sung that, he might still be with us today. Oh. R.I.P. Roy. <laughs> is it too it, soon? <laughs> no, is it, is it too soon? Shall we listen to Bushman? Yeah. With robbery and aggravation. <laughs> Shooting with intent The ghetto youths are not comfortable Cause the dollars don't work as 
Bushman there on the front. He is so cool. He's very cool, isn't he? He's, is he's this a, a contemporary reggae tune? Uh, yeah, two thousand or something, I think. Yeah, two thousand and one. Yeah, um, and he's, he's that's wearing... very contemporary compared to most of the reggae <laughs> that we ever play. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's wearing fatigues. Is that what they call fatigues? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Fatigues are just basically green oh, oh, army clothes. Combat clothes. Combat gear. Yeah. 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 Let's have a look. Yeah. Now you you might wonder why why this this song came into our oh, or, or under our radar, and uh, it, it was actually actually because um, I've been listening to the um, the series John Peel's Shed. Oh yeah. Oh, now yeah. That, do you remember that? This is yes. This, uh, we went to see John Osborne. John Osborne. Yeah. That's right. So uh, do you know the story behind this rebel? No, I don't know. Well, John Osborne uh, won a competition on John Beale's radio show, and the prize was uh, a huge a couple box. of box of records from his from his shed. From his shed. Oh right. So he he got these. And they were delivered to him, and he sat in his room and he was listening to them. And he thought it's a shame that only he was going to get to listen to it. So he decided to put together a radio show where he would play. The songs that you like best out of this this collection, and in fact, there are I think there are five shows um, where he, he goes through a lot of these. One of the records he had is this one, which it, I think it might be the only song, uh, only record that he had in that box that I also had, because um, he played quite obscure stuff. There was some, a band called Oizone. Who do like oi, oi covers of Boyzone? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and quite a few other more obscure stuff. But this is this is the record Atom, of Atom and His Package. I remember playing really? a song called Atom and His Package, and I went out and bought a couple of albums on the strength for that. Oh, really? And they're brilliant. I'll oh. bring some to a future podcast. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, but the, apparently this John Peel Shed program, if you're interested, listener and and Rebel Ricket, is still available online. Uh, I'm sure if you just do it, just Google that, you'll get it there. They're just free to download, and they are, they're great. As you say, it's quite inspiring some of the stuff he plays. So so I thought it'd be nice if, if, because we've got the same record in common, why not share it with our listener too? Indeed. Mm. Now in what is becoming another regular feature, mm. although I've got to say it's a feature that will end... With this song. With this song. <laughs> but it's another big hello, shout out, whatever you call it, to our friends at Hello 4 Records in Nottingham. Because oh. uh, not over did they, 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 they ushered us towards fists. Mm. Uh, 
in in a nice way. Yeah. Uh, and fists. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the usher's over towards them, and I did I did think, well, it's a nice thing to do to say you you will particularly like this, but I thought it's quite disrespectful to the other bands on on their label, mm. and there are other bands on their label, and I thought, are they saying you know? Look at Fist because everything else is rubbish, mm. or are they saying look at Fist because we understand you mm. and we think this is the sort of thing you'll be into? Mm. I had to go and explore. So sure enough, I did explore, and and what showed up on radar? <laughs> the band we show up on radar. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. and uh, they, I, I downloaded an album by by theirs, and I say theirs. I think it's a solo performer, mm. uh, but it's it it was strange. It was very unlike Fist, and I can see why they sort of directors are. To were mm. fists were mm. if you like, um, but but I liked it. Uh, it's like twindy. I think it's beyond twindy. Twindy. I think it's more like wimp pop. Oh. I think that's what I call it. Mm. Uh, but but it's 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 very engaging, uh, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and this particular song is great because it, it, it's first line is. You 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 put an earth strike on my heart, mm. or or you whatever you do with earth strikes, mm. using my heart, and I, and I don't want to trivialise the experience of being in a nurse strike. Mm. I, I mean, it's a terrible thing. Mm. Uh, when you juxtapose being in a nurse strike and having it on your heart, mm. there's something quite engaging about that. Mm. Particularly as you know, he presents a very vulnerable figure, mm. very very vulnerable figure. <laughs> okay. uh, during the song, he also comes up with the line. I need a hug. Bless. <laughs> Doesn't get more sweet than that. I mean, he he couldn't have been more more vulnerable if he was singing a song in a nappy with a dummy round his neck, which which, which is a good thing. Seriously, a good thing. And it, it all tops it off because at the end, the whole song falls down a plug hole. <laughs> what a great way to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here is here is uh, we show up on radar yeah. with. It should be you and me. You called an airstrike on my heart It didn't make a sound It was a biological assault That brought my defences down I'll rescue you with tiny aeroplanes For you to be around It will be just like the Great Escape With Steve McQueen and Richard
babes when I should be celebrating should be you and me but that's not how it's going to
so that was Life Without Buildings and the song PS Exclusive. Uh, Life Without Buildings are one of these bands that have come out of Glasgow School of Art, uh, featuring Will Bradley, Chris Evans, not that one, Robert Johnston, probably that one, and uh, most importantly, Sue Tompkins on vocals, who uh, I found a, an online description of her vocal style as being, she sang like a kindergarten playground bully reciting her older sibling's copy of Horses from Memory. <laughs> Um, they only made one album, which is this one, which is uh, Any Other City. Oh, you've got it. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a great album. Um, it starts off with the line, no details, but I'm going to persuade you. That's the first line on the album, and it kind of gets and you just, up. You know, art is a wonderful thing, isn't yeah. it? Art is about putting things you don't expect in places <laughs> where they shouldn't be. <laughs> and so a, a, a sort of attractive young lady inside form, I think, yeah. with a 1p coin on her cheek. <laughs> yes. Stuck on, apparently. No, no, no I, think you, I think you should think of it as a flat. Oh, sorry, right, thing. yeah, yeah. 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 There also matches on yeah, it. Yeah, that sort of matches it there, aren't yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a great, it's a really good album, um, and it's it, her voice. I think is something quite special. Fantastic. Um, yeah. It's something sort of exhilaratingly sugary. Um, this is the, the that opening song, and interestingly, there's the, you might have noticed that the phrase "the right stuff" the right appears, stuff. appears more than once. Would you like yeah. to, to guess how many times it's repeated in that song? Um, Fourteen. Okay. Twenty-five. Okay. Forty-four. Ah. No, no, hold on, because. Isn't it famously Bill Withers' "Lovely Day"? Ah, yes. It's the we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, most repeated word. I wonder, does that beat it? Well, I don't know. How, do we remember? I don't think how Bill Withers' "Lovely Day" is the most repeated word. Is it not? No, it's what the longest note. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's the longest we, note. We, I'm yeah. sure we had a talk oh, about sure. repeated words. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, well yeah, but then 44 is nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. It's, don't get, uh, man, 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 don't give a fuck by super animals. It's like you know. That's oh, 44 yeah. in the first couple of minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, what's It's still quite impressive, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's interesting for me is that the song that has the same line f repeated 44 times, for me, it, it never, at no point does it become repetitive and tiresome. No. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's an amazing song. It's made, what, made of the right stuff. Yeah, I, I, I really liked it. It reminded me, uh, her vocals reminded me, although obviously she's a, uh, a woman, uh, the, of uh, Gerald, Gerald Langley, the bloke from the Blue Aeroplanes. Oh, yeah. Where he kind of just talks and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and talks kind of. Interesting stuff. Yeah, mm. interesting well, if, stuff. I, I tell you, if you like that, mm. I don't know if you've explored and found what I've found, but if you like that, go and, go and search on her, mm. Sue Tompkins. Yeah. She's, she's, an art, she's a poet, isn't she? You could say painter. poet. You could say painter. Mm. I, you'd have to go and look. Oh. You really would have to go and look. So I found her. She was at... Um, the, the, the first video I found was just like a headshot of her, really. Well, a headshot on sort of top of her body. Uh, there was other people there, but the, the camera was just on her, mm. right? So she did exactly she did in this, but saying different words. So mm. that could be the price of eggs, mm. the price of eggs, mm. the price of eggs. Mm. And then she stood back, did a bit of a dance, mm. came back forward... Arnold's gone, Arnold's gone, Arnold's gone, went back, did a bit of a dance, came back, just more random words, mm. not seemingly not connected at all. Mm. I'm thinking this is perfectly enjoyable. Yes. Um, where's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going nowhere. Ah. 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes of that. And it was it was just genius. You watch thinking, she's boundless enthusiasm. Yeah. Boundless enthusiasm. It's sort of scripted, but clearly there's a lot of improvisation in there. So was she saying... Arnold's gone for 30 minutes, or was she saying no, no. lots of different things? Yeah, lots yeah. of different things. Right. Every time she came back, she seemed to have a different phrase and different take on it. And then, uh -huh. and then she would sort of, because there's another one, which is 10 minutes, is even better because she's introduced firstly, she comes on and you think, what's she going to do? She's completely on her own. Uh, and there's a, you can see the, the reaction of the crowd, which is sort of 
endeared to bemused, mm. uh, and she, and she does the same thing. Uh, but but she was much better because she'd lean over them. You know, what is the price of eggs? What's the price of eggs? What's the price it's of eggs? It's, it's kind of that Morrissey thing, isn't it, of saying the same phrase but with with different inflections to make yeah. it make you think of it in different ways. Interesting. And, uh, but, yeah, but Morrissey yeah. tends to rely on a few instruments behind him. Yeah, uh, yeah. She didn't bother with that. No, right. <laughs> and then and then she would like skip away, do a jaunty dance, and with total confidence, mm. and the whole room's thinking. I can't decide. So is it, like, are, these, are these contemporary videos? Because yeah, yeah. uh, really, because I mean, like, this is the only album, as far as I know, it's the only album she's yeah. appeared on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But she does this now. Perform- it's like performance art. Performance art. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Check it out. Fantastic. And before that, we had uh, we show up on on radar, and I noticed here talk, talking of references in songs. Mm. Uh-huh. This is the second song that we've played on our podcast that references Steve McQueen. Can you think of which the first one was? And it wasn't prefab sprout. No. Um, uh, in this podcast. No, no, played? not in the podcast. The same podcast. On our podcasts. Po- on our podcast. In our in our entire back catalogue yes, of podcasts. We've previously played another song. They said reference... something about the Great Escape in that song. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Referencing Steve McQueen. Yeah. Um, um, there's another song we played that references Steve McQueen. You're one of your favourites. Uh, By which I mean not one of your favourites. <laughs> right. Not that Genesis abortion. <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no I think you liked it slightly more than that. Right. It was it was the uh, the Mark Kazelek and Desert Shore song, Hey You Bastards, I'm Still Here, which is from Papillon. Ah, Papillon, yes, of course, but ah yes. Yeah. Right. But yeah, very good that very melancholy are they trumpets on that? Was there trumpet? are, they're, that's yeah. that's what that's what I liked. And I liked the, the bit where the strings of the trumpet come in about mm-hmm. halfway through. The mm. trumpet in particular, mm. but it's a muted trumpet, a la Roy Castle, in fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Roy. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, great, yeah, so another, another good find. That's, that's on the same record label as who? As, as Fists. As Fists. Fists, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. The, the, so the Nottingham they're... Hotbed. No, yeah. Mm. New releases coming up here. Uh, the second track we're going to play here is from the wonderful Leeds label Clue Records. Um, for find out more about them at cluerecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, this is the new single by Narks and it's called Pig. Check out the very interesting and slightly weird video on uh, on YouTube. Uh, before that, we've got uh, and from another of our favourite labels, Hardly Art. Um, Hardlyart.com. Find out more there. Uh, and a band we've played before, um, and one of my albums of 2014 uh, was NVM by Taco Cat. They're coming to England, folks. They're coming to England and they're playing. Unfortunately, we're all, well, some of us are already going to a gig on the same night, the 1st of May. We're going to see Tiddlesticks. So, but they are playing uh, in Manchester on the 1st of May. They're in Nottingham on the 2nd of May, Edinburgh on the 3rd. Uh, find out more at tacocat.com.com. So to find that, you need dot to... Com, t- dot com. Yes, you need to type in T-A-C-O-C, tacocat, mm. and then the word dot com, and then a full stop, and then ah. com. That's confusing. Okay, okay so yeah. their website is taco dot, tacocat.com, <laughs> and then an actual dot, dot com. and then com. Okay? Well done, then. Or hardlyart.com, which might be a bit easier. <laughs> okay, and this is uh, off their forthcoming album, and this is called I Hate the Weekend. At the end of every week, they put into our streets a marginalized and also pass from your job just to act like a fucking slob. Six, sixteen breaths with a song. I hate the weekend. 
And now it's time for Pig or Cat? Pig or Cat? Is it a pig or is it a cat? Cat or pig? Cat or pig? Is it a cat or is it a pig? Yes, it's time for Pig or Cat, uh, the hit game show yeah, in which I will tell you the title of a song yeah. and, the, and the missing word is either cat or pig. All you've got to do is to tell me what that word is. Is someone going to keep score? Rickett, you okay. Who would like to go first? Me. You would like to go first? Yes. OK, right, then. so this is a song by Sunshine Frisbee Laserbeam ah. and the song is called, mm -hmm. is it called... Cats will steal your baby's breath, <laughs> or is it called pigs will steal your baby's breath? I'm going cats will steal your baby's breath. It is. Yeah. That's a point One to you. Point. Okay. 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 Yeah. Over to you, Rebel. Yeah. Uh, from the uh, instrumental hip hop uh, group Quakers. Quakers. Yeah. They've got a song. Is it called Big Cat or Big Pig? <laughs> big Cat or Big I'm Pig? I'm going Big Cat because that's a lion, isn't it? Mm. Big Cat. It is a big cat. Oh, yes. yes, we've got oh, one yes. point each. Yeah, okay, yeah. staying with this sort of electronic yeah. Uh, vibe. Yeah, good. The Future Sound of London oh. and their song. Yeah. Uh, is it Vertical Cat or is it Vertical Pig? <laughs> vertical Cat. Vertical Cat or Vertical I'm going Vertical Pig. And you'd be right to yes. do so. Right, you've got okay. the pig in the bag, as it mm. were. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, Bjork, before she became the solo artist, was, of course, in the Sugar Cubes. Yeah. And they wanted a B-side of one of their singles. It's called Simply... Cat, or is it pig? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sensing trend here, so I'm going pig. It's cat, I'm afraid. Oh, it's cat. Don't cat. Don't me. It is, a, it is in, in Icelandic, so you're forgiven for. I probably misheard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, over to you, yeah. um, reggae star, you, Roy. Oh yeah. He's got a song, yeah, and he's got a, quite a few. Yes. <laughs> One of them is called. Is it called What Is Catty, or is it called What Is Piggy? <laughs> I think it's what is catty. It is what is catty. Yeah, You're doing yeah, very well on this. Old school cats. rockabilly artist, Tommy yeah. Scott. Yeah. He's got a song. <laughs> it's called Black Cat, or is it called Black Pig? Black Cat. It is Black Cat. Yes. Very good. Very good. I'm glad that we, you chose to go first, because it means you get the Yorkshire question. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> There's no jingle for that, but the Yorkshire question. Yeah. Uh, Yorkshire... Um, we, lyrical weirdos, uh, the wind-up birds. Oh, yeah. uh, they've got a song, and it's either called Cat Fractions uh, or it's called Pig Fractions. Uh, cat what? Fractions or Pig? I'm going Pig Fractions. And you'd be right again. Yeah. You'd be right again. Yeah. Okay, Astro Astro Skeleton. <laughs> yep. They have a song, and it's called. Well, is it called? Is it called Cat Party or is it called Pig Party? Pig Party. It's Cat Party, I'm afraid. <laughs> Oh, this is there's a cat right. bias here. Yeah. Now, yeah. this the the band name is not particularly a clue. Okay. Um, but Catatonia, uh -huh. they have a song. I know they're big favourites of yours. Yes, we did, the, we did kick off the show with a bit of Mulder and Scully. We did, yeah. Uh, is is their song mm. called Lost Cat or is it called <laughs> Lost Pig? Lost. Lost Cat. It is Lost Cat. Oh. Yes, very good. Yeah. Um, Five two. Another yeah. old school rockabilly artist, yeah. uh, Charlie Adams. Uh, not the uh, not ball not player, one, not yeah. that guy. Um, he's got a song. Is it called "Catting Around"? Well, <laughs> "Cat In" because there's no G. "Catting Around," no. or is it called "Pigging Around"? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking "Catting Around," but there's been too many cats. It's, I'm going "Catting Around." It is "Catting Around." Oh, of course, yeah. it's "Catting Around." Yeah. Okay, 
Another electronic, another electronic weirdo noise merchant, Radolf Titler. <laughs> <laughs> he has a song. Does he? Yeah. If you can call it a song. Yeah. It's, it's a piece of music. Yeah. And it's either called yeah. Cat-Faced Fake Cat <laughs> or it's called Pig-Faced Fake Pig. Which is it, Kicker? <laughs> Can I just say, cat. I don't care what it's called, but I do want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going for a, a pig-faced fake pig. It is <laughs> a pig-faced fake it's pig. It's 100% record. This yes. is amazing. Now, on uh, a little while ago, I bought a, uh, a compilation CD to hear, which was other artists playing the songs of Wicker Spigot. Yes. Uh, now, on that album is a band called Kukunuku. <laughs> this is the last question, by <laughs> the way. He's just making Kukunuku. Yeah. And uh, they have a song on that CD, and it's either called... This is uh, the last question, yeah. by the way. It's mm. either called Princess Cat, or it's called Princess Pig. Mm. I'm going Princess Pig. There's been far too many cats. Yeah. Princess Pig. It's cat. <laughs> it's cat. <laughs> What's the score, what? Rebel? What's the score? 6-3. Come on, 6-3. Well, there, there is a reason why. There's a, lot more, there's a lot more songs with cats in the title than pigs in the title, I've discovered. Or else, the ones which are pigs in the title are far too obvious. Little piggies. So it'll say, like, you know, mm. piggy in the middle or something like that. And you can't... Yeah. Is, is it piggy in the middle or cat in the middle? Well, it's obviously... Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. there you go. Soft Machine did a song called Pig. That did Sparkle Horse. Yeah. Um, Too easy. Yeah, China Pig. Yeah. Uh, Confessions of a Pig. We don't want to talk about that. That's that. Thing. You've already won. What would yeah. you want? Emily the Pig by the Hitches. Of course, Ergo Space Pig by Guided by Voices. You missed that one. Well, and uh, what's it called? Big fan of the Pig Pen. Yes. Yeah. That's definitely. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't put that in because that's too I'd, easy for me. Yeah. 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 Great quiz, that. Thanks, thanks very much. That's the end of Cat, Pig, and Quiz for this time. Let's play out with the theme song. Oh, yes. Cat or Pig? Cat or Pig? Is Is it a cat or is it a pig? Pig or cat? Pig or cat? Is it a pig or is it a cat? Who gives the shit I won? Junkle Train, Charlie Parker, Miles Davis, Art Pepper, Kenny G, Grover Washington, Candy Dulfer, Zoot Sims, Clarence Clements, step aside, all those women and women were no more than puffs in the face of the latest true innovator with the sax. Not so much cutting edge as edgy cuts. The self-harming saxophonist who pushes the envelope so far that he reverses the polarity at the pulse box, making it impossible to deliver the letter. Here is Alan Wilkinson from the album Practice. Here is Earwax. I'm enjoying this. Yes. Are you? 
Well, I, I must I must say um, this this track came to my attention because they they're playing at, uh, he's playing at all tomorrow's parties. Uh, Stuart Lee's uh, uh, curating curating right. event. Stuart Lee. Uh, so I, I was see. curious. I was curious to see what was on them, and obviously we, we may even go and see Alan Wilkinson. You may, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think he gets keen. Well, I thought it's the most challenging thing I've kind of ever heard because I think you can certainly make a case to say this what we're hearing now isn't a song. Well, is yeah. it, could you make a case that it's not music? Well, I remember you saying to me when when you said you were going to play this song, yeah. you, you described it as as sounding like somebody who may well be a, a musician but has never actually seen or heard anyone play the saxophone. Let alone play them themselves, and they've they've gone into an empty room, yeah. and they've thought, well, I wonder what you do with this, yeah. and and they've started experimenting, yeah. and and making these wild sounds that, frankly, are a little bit disturbing. Yeah. Uh, but he's obviously enjoying it. Yeah. So you know, fair play. There's, there's a lot of enthusiasm there. Um, but the irony is, is that I bet you he's an extremely good saxophone player. Do you think? Yes. Uh, do you think you have to? Do I, I know you, you, you make sense now. You're mentioning Stuart Lee because I know Stuart Lee is a big fan of Derek Bailey. That's right. The yeah. improvisational guitar player. And this all brings back very painful memories of, my, of me doing my music degree, where I was encouraged to go and watch this kind of thing. And I've seen Derek Bailey, and I've seen a group called Fracture, which uh, I, I, I Fracture with a K, who are a Liverpool group of improvisational musicians, of which Alan Wilkinson was associated with. Oh. And um, we were encouraged to go and see this kind of thing, to see, in order to kind of broaden our horizons a bit and some of the um, lecturers at Liverpool University were had taken part in this kind of improvisational music in the past and I wrote um, what I thought was a very good critique of this uh, basically slating it completely slating it uh, we're well aware that the guy who's going to be marking this was somebody who thought that this was a worthwhile venture and, a, and, a t- and indeed these people claimed that I was absolutely slating were his friends. <laughs> uh, and, and, How did that work out for you? Great. Yeah. Great. He's, he's, he, he said he's, he's, he loved it. He, 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 he thought I'd made, made my case extremely well. One of the things we went to, it was this improvisational thing where these guys fracture. And what really pissed me off about it is everybody there in the room was doing a music degree. So, in, and everybody in that room who was doing a music degree could play an instrument to a pretty high level. Uh, and yet, we were told that if we wanted to take any part in this workshop thing, we had to go and audition. Now, to audition for a thing where, I mean, the trumpet player in this thing, um, he didn't play a single note on his trumpet for the whole thing. What he did was he took the trumpet apart, he banged bits of it together, and he, you know, and uh, I think, well... Are uh, they taking the piss? I don't well, think I think they're up their arse, is what they are. Mm. They think they're making some great art statement. Mm. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, I'll, I'll read you a bit from my essay. Yeah. Uh, you overall, just carry it around with me. <laughs> this reminded me, so overall I thought that the fracture musicians were rather po-faced and pretentious, took their art far too seriously. I was amazed to hear they requested that all students taking part in the workshop need to pass an audition first. Utterly ridiculous, bearing in mind what we actually did when we were in the workshop. There was nothing in the workshop for which you would need to be a skilled musician in order to participate. So the idea of auditions is just elitist. Whilst I'm in no doubt that the fracture musicians are extremely skilled in their instruments, it would not really matter if they were not. 
I am no expert on the subject, but I suspect you don't have to be a grade 8 trumpet player in order to be able to take a trumpet apart and put it together again, which is all the trumpet player did. Okay? I don't I can put a case with you for this But I, I actually listened to this song, I, th I think my song, thing, uh, a piece, probably four or... It's a piece, isn't it? About four or five times to go this, and... Um, it's a piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> It started to fascinate me. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, just the brass neck of putting out the same that is. Listen to this. Can I just say this I've enjoyed the use of brass neck there, Although <laughs> well, technically it's a woodwind instrument. Yeah. Well, Iron Lungs Wilkinson, I think, is teaching us something. Oh. He's teaching us to seriously push our boundaries, think outside the box, mm. just, you know, experimentation with no boundaries. And mm. what comes out, if you listen to it enough, mm you might get something out that you would never expect to get out of it. That's all great. That's all great, and I agree with you. And, and some of the stuff I did in my music degree, it did change the way I think about music, and particularly in creating music myself. And it did make me go into different areas, but I just don't want to listen to it. Surely it must have yeah. encouraged you to think, if this shit's being played, I could play it, and anyone could do but, it. But actually, <laughs> the thing, and I think there's an element of Emperor's New Emperor's Clothes about this. And, yeah. and I, I think it's The final very... words of this essay, by the way, yeah. uh, the I was reminded of the story of the Emperor's New Clothes. Oh, well, there you go. Because I think it's actually quite dangerous to encourage these people. You know, I, th I think, fine, have a go. And if you must, record it. But frankly, don't do it again. Well, the jury's in it, I think. The jury's in it. Is it? Is it? I think it's well, it. The yeah. thing that also... The, we know, one of the things I went to was at the Blue Coat Arts Centre. Yeah. That's where I saw Derek Bailey. And me and, me and one of my students, we'd had a couple of pints before. And after a while of sitting there, watching this bloke play the guitar, he it, it didn't really play the guitar. No. You, could, you could... My son, who's six years old and can't play the guitar... Mm could play the guitar as well as he did. But it's like, um, but it's like saying Pollock... He's just farting around. It's like looking at Pollock's artwork and saying, well, I could do that for a bit. No, no but that, that's, there is some skill. But it's just everyone is, there, the who was, and there was only about 12 people there, and everyone's, every single person there was taking it extremely seriously. Yeah, really, yeah. And they all thought, that, let's want mm, chin stroking, the ultimate mm. chin stroking. Mm. And, and, and we were giggling at points, because <laughs> we were just going, this is just, what? Really? But this that's, is it. That's people the idea. like this. Yeah, that's the idea. It's, it's to say what is art, what is song structure, what is melody, what is beat, what is rhythm. But let's take all that to pieces. You don't want that when you want to piece and challenge you and because you feel uncomfortable and you giggle, that's the whole point. But you don't want but We weren't made to feel welcome because we were giggling. We were, we, that, that, if freedom is such an important thing in, in musical expression, then why would the freedom to laugh at it be kind of frowned upon? Because they, 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 again, they, they're all for freedom uh, um, until you say, uh, well, because uh, the other thing that they do in, in these groups is, is as I saw, I've just reminded you, I saw another one in Williamson Tunnels in, in Liverpool. And, and they play in this group. Be good in the... And they, 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 they kind of all go quiet at the same time and then they'll all go loud and then they'll go... So it's improvisational, but they are playing in a group. And they were kept going on about how free it was. And I remember having a conversation with one of them. And I said, yes, but if you had a member of your group who didn't go with the convention, who, who, when everyone else was playing quiet, just insisted on playing loud, and he did that every time, after a while, you'd just ask him to leave. And this guy was insistent that that wouldn't happen. But, but by seeing a few of these concerts and seeing that, that that happens every time, and again, doing music therapy on my course, where, where you, you, for therapeutic reasons, you 
you, you do that, you play improvisational music, mm. and it's very good for therapeutic, but why would anyone else want to listen to it? Mm. It's, it's, it serves a purpose, but it's not... No, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think even Alan himself would, would argue that it's anything other than shit. I'm just, <laughs> he probably would, then. That's, that's what annoys me about it. Can I ask yeah. you, you said you listened to that half a dozen times. Yeah, yeah. How? I mean, where, where were you when you were listening to it? Well, the first couple of times, well, I, it, uh, there were failures. I abandoned it the first few times uh, because I thought... I, like I said, I just thought, are they, are they taking the piss? Mm. Um, and I thought, I'm going to stick with it. Mm. Uh, and just the... Were you alone? Yeah, I was in the car. Mm. I was in work, obviously. <laughs> did, it, did it make you irate? First Sorry, of, did it make you more irate? No, it, well, the first <laughs> couple of times, yeah, because I couldn't get through it. I thought, I, thought, I can't... You, know, you have to force yourself to sit there, yeah. through the whole thing, and you, you start to find things in it. And that's my point is, you think, this is, this is nothing like I understand. Mm. And when you listen to it a few times, you think, well, actually, I do quite like the way that that mad bit went with the next mad bit. Mm. Uh, and, you know, there is crescendos, and there, mm. are, there are some... Well, it's not structure, but there's anti-structure in it. And you start thinking, well, I'm actually quite enjoying this. Mm. Don't know why. So at, at no point were you with people when you were listening to this? I mean, because no. I, I, I found that... I, I listened to it twice, as I say, once all the way through and once I gave up and thought, I don't want to ever hear it again, um, although I just have. Um, and the, the first time I was on my own listening to on headphones, but it was probably, probably late at night, and it was a difficult, difficult time for me, you know, perhaps one of my lower points in my life. The second time I listened to it, I was on the bus, yeah. and, and, I, and I kind of, as I was listening to it, I was looking at the other people on the bus thinking, if you could hear what I'm listening to... You would be frightened. <laughs> you really would. You you would consider me to be a dangerous person. I see. I'm thinking coffee shop. Mm. I'm just thinking in a coffee shop that playing not too loud in the background. Yet all yes. People would just think it was your it was your espresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> Something's gone wrong with some hounds again. But anyway, thanks for bringing that to me. You're welcome. <laughs> So uh, our, our final bit tonight is uh, we've, we've decided that uh, Teresa Garbanzo needed to listen to Jonathan Richman yeah. and the Modern Lovers. Uh, well, I can't remember why we decided you well, should do that. Well, uh, because we went to They Might Be Giants and they played a cover of Jonathan Richman. Uh, we pl- somebody else I, we, we saw, supposed to be somebody in tracks played a cover of Jonathan Richman. Right. Uh, the book by the Art Brute guy, he talks a lot about Jonathan Richman in there. Right. Uh, I know the Time Machine guy is a fan of Jonathan Richman. Yeah. Lots and lots of people who I really like, I've been reading and hearing them saying yeah. Jonathan Richman. And you presumably yeah. you know Roadrunner? I knew Roadrunner and I knew um, Pablo Picasso. Right. And it turned out I knew another one, Egyptian Reggae. Right. I didn't realise that was by Jonathan Richman. But right. yeah, I knew those songs, but I never heard an so album. We were Expand, expand your knowledge a little bit. I yes. Think what, we, what you ended up listening to were a couple of albums. Uh-huh. Uh, you listened to The Modern Lovers by The Modern Lovers, which was first released in 1976. Although, interestingly enough, was recorded in 1972, I think, and features John Cale. Oh, and producing John Cale. Produced by John Cale. I think he's on it as well. Oh, yeah. uh, and I, I think Jerry Harrison's on keyboards on it as well. Right. Um, amount of talking, talking heads, heads. Guy. yeah. yeah. Um, so we gave we gave that to listen to with the sort of the bonus tracks because um, because famously recorded a session with Kim Fowley, yeah, uh, that didn't get on record at the time, right. And so so the the bonus track, I think it was Government Center was the bonus track on this album that you listened to as well. So you listened to the whole album plus that one. And uh, we gave you Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers, Rock and Roll with the Modern Lovers, which is the his third album, yeah. But regarded his second album, 
um, after Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers. They, they could do with better titles and albums, really. It's, <laughs> very, very, it's confusing because he's very got confusing. another album called. Yeah. The so the first. Lovers. No, it's, yeah. Just rock and roll with the Modern Lovers. Yeah. The Modern Lovers Live. He needs to come up with some yeah. better titles for his albums. I love that. He wanted, he wanted to have one album called And No Introducing, and the next album was called The Modern Lovers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Good. you had listened to these two albums. What do you think? I did. I loved them. Probably. Which is a bit bizarre considering I'm going to play a track off The Modern Lovers. Mm. But album-wise, in terms of a whole album, I preferred the rock and roll one. Mm. That, that was really good. Mm. Um, however, uh, the, um, I uh, loved them both. Uh, it wasn't much of a surprise to me. The sound. In my mind, in my imagination, yeah. this is exactly what I thought the Jonathan Richmond and The Modern Lovers would sound like. Mm. And they did sound like that. <laughs> um, and... Um, yeah, the, the the first album, if it is the first album, the the one that's called the Modern Lovers, mm. uh, that that like I say, I kind I kind of prefer the other one, but uh, if I had to choose like individual songs, then I'm going to go for the one off the first album. It's called Government Sender. <laughs> For joy, tell old Mr. Ahern, calm down a while. You know, that's the only way the center is ever gonna get better. So, let's rock the rock the rock the love stop tonight. Uh-huh, at the government center. Make the secretaries feel better. Well, they'll put the stamps on the letter. Gonna make them feel better. Do rock and roll. That's right. That feeling we have inside, we're gonna transmit. Those secretaries will have to stand up and not feel sick. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Oh, we won't get scared of it. quiz for you yeah. another one mm. which band that we have played on the podcast this evening have just finished a tour supporting Jonathan Richmond well I think Bushman we can, Bushman <laughs> we can rule out quite a few it's not Alan Wilkinson it's not Buzzcocks it's not Pixies it's not Darren Amon Royal Chant it could have been them it probably isn't Taco Cat Taco Cat uh, The Growlers Oh, we've not played the Crows. Yeah, we did play one of their songs. All over. And now, listen, it's all over.
So listen, that's it for this evening, uh, and it only remains for me, Rebel Ricky, to say goodbye uh, on this fine wizardly evening, and also from the Wizard-in-Chief, Mr. Kicker of Elves, it's uh, good evening. Good evening and goodbye. And from Shurito Garbanzo, the Media Secretary, it's also goodbye. Goulet, goulet. Good night, listener.